welcome to episode number 312 of Sleep Whispers. Tonight, you'll hear a story time episode featuring Winnie the Pooh, part 6, The Plan to Kidnap Rue. I'm Harris, and I hope this podcast helps to tranquilize those restless squirrels in your brain so you can relax and fall asleep. If you want some free natural sleep aid products, then go ahead and enter my new giveaway. You can win over $300 worth of sleepy time CBD drops and CBD gummies with melatonin. To enter this giveaway, just use the link in the episode notes or visit silkpodcasts.com. So tonight's story is part six of my whispered adaptation of Winnie the Pooh. In this part, you'll hear about the sudden appearance of Kanga and Rue in the forest. Pooh, Rabbit, and Piglet all become strangely concerned by these new intruders. So they hatch a crazy plan to steal Rue. But of course, things go awry. If you're able to stay awake until the end, then you'll get to hear how things turn out. I hope tonight's story distracts your squirrels, calms your mind, and helps you to fall asleep. A special note for all current and future Silk members. In the next few days, I'll be posting a two-hour Big Badge bonus episode of Winnie the Pooh. This bonus episode will have the first four Winnie the Pooh stories stitched together into a single two-hour story without any music, no introductions, promos, ads, or commercials. It will be 100% pure boo. (laughs) That never sounds right. Pure Winnie the Boo. So, watch for that treat in the bonus podcast. Now, in addition to my whispers, I know about something else to help you spend less time tossing and turning and more time slumbering and snoring. You can just try some legal cannabis products from Crescent Canna, the sponsor of this episode, and the creators of natural sleep aids. 
CBD drops, and CBD gummies with melatonin can be delivered directly to your door nationwide and without a prescription. And yes, all Crescent Ghana products are federally legal and lab tested with over a thousand five-star reviews. Their customers rave about falling asleep faster, staying asleep longer, and not feeling groggy. You can get 30% off your order at crescentgana.com with my special discount code, SOAK. For your convenience, I've put the link and the discount code in the episode notes, and also the link to the giveaway. Alright, time for tonight's Curious Tale. Tonight's story is Winnie the Pooh, Part 6, The Plan to Kidnap Rue. One day, Kanga and Baby Rue suddenly appeared in the forest. Nobody seemed to know where they came from. Pooh scratched his ear and asked Christopher Robin, How did they come here? Christopher Robin replied, In the usual way, if you know what I mean, Pooh. Pooh didn't know what he meant, but he nodded his head and said, Yes, yes, in the usual way, indeed. Pooh went to call on his friend Piglet to see what he thought about it. At Piglet's house, Pooh found Rabbit, and they all talked about it together. They were all quite curious about this new strange animal and its baby. What I don't like about it is this, said Rabbit. Here we are, Pooh, Piglet, and me, and suddenly, and Eeyore, said Pooh. Yes, yes, Eeyore is also part of our forest, and then suddenly, and Owl, said Pooh interrupting Rabbit once again. And Eeyore, said Pooh. Did I mention Eeyore? Rabbit paused, looked at Pooh, and decided to just continue on. Here we all are, said Rabbit, very slowly and carefully. All of us. And then suddenly, we wake up one morning and what do we find? We find a strange animal among us named Kanga, an animal of whom we have never seen or heard of before. A strange animal who carry 
takes her family in her pocket. Suppose I carried my family with me in my pocket. How many pockets should I want? asked Rabbit. Sixteen, said Piglet. Uh, nope, I think it would be seventeen, said Rabbit, in one suit. There was a long and thoughtful silence, and then Pooh, who had been frowning very hard for some minutes, said, I think it's fifteen. What, said Rabbit? Fifteen, said Pooh. Fifteen what, said Rabbit? Your family, answered Pooh. What about them, said Rabbit? Pooh rubbed his nose and said that he thought Rabbit had been talking about his family. Was I, said Rabbit carelessly. Yes, said Pooh. You said, oh, never mind, Pooh, said Piglet impatiently. The question is, what are we going to do about Ganga? Oh, I see, said Pooh. The best way, said Rabbit, would be to steal Baby Roo and hide him. And then when Ganga says, Where's Baby Roo? We all say, Aha! Pooh started practicing right away. Aha! Aha! Pooh went on. We could say, Aha! Even if we hadn't stolen Baby Roo. Rabbit frowned at Pooh's comment. Piglet then asked, Why would we say, Aha? Rabbit replied, We say, Aha, so that Kinga knows that we know where Baby Roo is. Aha means, We'll tell you where Baby Roo is. If you promise to go away from the forest and never come back. Now don't talk while I think, Rabbit asserted. Pooh went into a corner and practiced saying, Aha, in a firm voice. Sometimes it seemed to him that it did mean what Rabbit said, and sometimes it seemed to him that it didn't. I suppose it's just practice, Pooh thought. I wonder if Ganga will have to practice too, so she can understand it. Piglet then spoke up while fidgeting a bit. There's just one thing. I was talking to Christopher Robin, and he said that a Ganga was generally regarded as one of the fiercer animals. I'm not frightened of fierce animals 
in the ordinary way, but it is well known that if one of the fiercer animals is deprived of its young, it becomes as fierce as two fiercer animals, in which case aha is perhaps a foolish thing to say. Piglet, you haven't any pluck, said Rabbit, taking out a pencil and licking the end of it. It's hard to be brave, said Piglet, sniffing slightly, when you're only a very small animal. Rabbit, who had begun to write very busily, looked up and said, It is because you are a very small animal that you will be quite useful in this adventure. Piglet was so excited at the idea of being useful that he forgot to be frightened anymore. Rabbit went on to say that Genghis were only fierce during the winter months. At other times, Genghis were of an affectionate disposition, quite calm and easy to get along with. Piglet could hardly sit still. He was now so eager to begin being useful at once. What, what about me? said Boo, sadly. How can I be useful? Never mind, said Piglet, with kind comfort. Another time, perhaps. Rabbit asserted, Nope, nope, I have to correct you, Piglet. Without Boo, the adventure would be impossible. Oh, said Piglet, and looked at Boo with admiration. Boo went into a corner of the room and said proudly to himself, Impossible without me. Oh, you bet. I'm that sort of bear. Now listen, all of you, said Rabbit when he had finished writing. Boo and Piglet sat listening very eagerly with their mouths open. Rabbit then read out the major points of their plan to capture Baby Roo. Point number one. Kanga never takes an eye off Baby Roo, except when he's safely buttoned up in her pocket. Point number two. If we are to capture Baby Roo, we must get a big head start, because Kanga runs faster than any of us, even me. Point number three. If Roo jumps out of Kanga's pocket and Piglet jumps in, then Kanga won't know the difference, because Piglet is also 
a very small animal, just like Rue. Point number four. Kanga will have to be looking the other way first, so she doesn't see Piglet jump into her pouch. Point number five. Excitedly, so she looks away for a moment. Point number six. I could then grab Rue and run away with him. And lastly, point number seven. Kanga won't discover that Piglet is in her pouch instead of Rue until I am very far away and it is too late. Rabbit then looked up at the group with pride. For a little while after he read it, nobody said anything. Piglet, who had been opening and shutting his mouth without making any noise, managed to finally say, What do we do at the end? asked Piglet. How do you mean? replied Rabbit. What do we all do when Kanga discovers that I am in her pouch and not Rue? Rabbit stood up straight and exclaimed, That is when we all say, Aha! All three of us asked Piglet. Yes, replied Rabbit. Oh, mumbled Piglet with a tone of concern. Why, what's the trouble, Piglet? Oh, nothing, said Piglet. As long as we all three say it, then I don't mind. I just don't want to say, aha. By myself, it wouldn't sound as good. By the way, are you sure about what you said about the winter months? The winter months? asked Rabbit. Yes, you said Ganga is only fierce in the winter months, replied Piglet. Oh. Yes, yes, that's right. Sure, sure. Hey, Pooh, do you understand what you have to do? No, said Pooh. Not yet. What do I do? Well, you just have to talk energetically to Ganga so she doesn't notice anything. said Pooh. What about? Anything you like, said Rabbit. You mean like telling her a little bit of poetry or something? Yes, that's it, said Rabbit. Splendid. Now come along. They all followed Rabbit and went out to look for Ganga. Kanga and Rue were spending a quiet afternoon 
in a sandy part of the forest. Baby Roo was practicing very small jumps in the sand and falling down mouse holes and climbing out of them. Ganga was watching and saying, Just one more jump, dear, and then we must go home. At that moment, Pooh came stumping up the hill. Good afternoon, Ganga, Pooh said. Good afternoon, Pooh, said Ganga. Look at me jumping, squeaked Roo, and fell into another mouse hole. Hello, Roo, my little fellow, said Pooh. Rabbit and Piglet then came up from the other side of the hill. Ganga looked at them and said, We were just about to go home, but good afternoon, Rabbit, and good afternoon, Piglet. Rabbit and Piglet said, Good afternoon back, and hello, Roo. Roo asked them to look at him jumping, so they stayed and watched. Oh, Ganga, said Pooh after Rabbit had winked at him twice. Perchance, by and by, are you interested in poetry at all? No, nope, not hardly at all, said Ganga. Oh, said Pooh. Rue, dear, said Ganga. Just one more jump, and then we must go home. There was a short silence as Roo fell down another mouse hole. Rabbit nudged Boo and whispered, Go on, go on. Boo looked at Ganga and said, Talking of poetry, I made up a little piece as I was coming along. It went like this. Now, let me see. Ganga was watching Roo very closely. Now, Roo, dear, be careful with those jumps. Rabbit looked at Ganga and said, Yes, yes, you'll like this piece of poetry, encouraging her to focus on Boo. Yes, yes, Ganga, you'll love it, said Piglet. But you must listen very carefully, said Rabbit. Yes, yes, said Piglet. You don't want to miss any of it. Oh, okay, said Ganga. But she still watched Baby Roo very intently. How did that poem go, Boo? said Rabbit. Boo gave a little cough. And he began, This is my poem. It is called Seven Days of Me. On Monday, when the sun is hot, I wonder to myself a lot. Now is it true, or is it not, that what is which 
which is what? On Tuesday, when it hails and snows, the feeling on me grows and grows that hardly anybody knows if those are these or these are those. On Wednesday, when the sky is blue, when I have nothing else to do, I sometimes wonder if it's true that who is what and what is who. On Thursday, when it starts to freeze and cold frost twinkles on the trees, how very readily one sees that these are whose, but whose are these? On Friday, a wonderful blue, just wonderful, interrupted Ganga, not waiting to hear what happened on Friday. Just one more jump, Roo, dear, and then we really must be going. Rabbit gave Boo a hurrying up sort of nudge. Speaking of poetry, said Boo quickly, have you ever noticed that curious tree right over there? Where, said Ganga, now Roo, no more jumps. Right over there, said Boo, pointing behind Ganga's back. No, never noticed it, said Ganga. Now jump in my pouch, Roo, and we'll go home. You really ought to look at that tree right over there, said Rabbit. Rabbit then picked up Roo and said, Shall I lift you in, Roo, and put you in your mother's pocket? I can see a bird in that tree from here, said Boo. Or is it a fish? Kanga, you ought to look at that bird, said Rabbit, unless maybe it's a fish. It isn't a fish, it's a bird, said Piglet. So it is, said Rabbit. Is it a starling? Or is it a blackbird? Said Boo. That's the whole question, said Rabbit. Ganga, is it a blackbird or a starling? At last, Ganga did turn her head to look. And the moment that her head was turned, Rabbit said in a loud voice, in you go, Roo. But he put Piglet into Ganga's pocket instead. Rabbit then scampered off with Roo as fast as he could. Why, where's Rabbit? said Ganga, turning around again. Are you all right, Roo, dear? Piglet made a squeaky Roo noise from the bottom of Ganga's pocket. Oh, Rabbit had to go away, said Boo. I think he thought of something he had to go and do suddenly. And where
Where's Piglet? I think Piglet thought of something at the same time. Yes, yes, it was also a sudden thought. Well, we must be getting home, said Ganga. Goodbye, Pooh. In three large jumps, Ganga was gone. Pooh looked after her as she went. I wish I could jump like that, Pooh thought. Some can and some can't. That's just how it is. Piglet was now getting tossed around all inside Ganga's pocket. He became so disoriented that even his words and thoughts got jumbled as Ganga bounded away. I'm flying, bouncing, up, down, confused, dizzy. Oh, big jump, bounce, oh, bounce, up is which way. After a bit, he could feel himself floating up and down a bit more smoothly with each leap by Ganga. As he went up into the air, he said, Ooh. As he came down, he said, Oof. And so Piglet just kept repeating, Ooh. Oof. Ooh. Oof. Ooh. Oof. Once home, Ganga unbuttoned her pocket looked down, and saw what had happened. Just for a moment, she thought she was frightened, and then she knew she wasn't. She felt quite sure that Christopher Robin would never let any harm happen to Rue. Kanga then said to herself, If they are having a joke with me, I will have a joke with them. Now then, Rue, my little dear, it's bedtime, she said with a tone of acting as she took Piglet out of her pocket. Aha, said Piglet, as well as he could after his terrifying journey. But it wasn't a very good aha. And Ganga didn't seem to understand what it meant. But before bed, you must have your bath first, said Ganga in a cheerful tone. Aha, said Piglet again, looking around anxiously for everybody else. But nobody else was there. Ganga looked down at Piglet with a wry smile and said, well, my little Rue dear, I think tonight would be a good night for a very cold bath. How about that? Piglet, who had never been really fond of baths, shuddered and said in as brave a voice as he could, Ganga, I see that the time has come to speak plainly. 
unwillingly. Funny little Rue, said Kinga, as she got the bath water ready. I am not Rue, said Piglet loudly. I am Piglet. Yes, yes, dear, said Kanga soothingly. And you are also imitating Piglet's voice. Aren't you clever? Kanga took a large bar of yellow soap out of the cupboard. Okay, Rue, no more games. It is time to hop into that cold, cold bath. Can't you see? shouted Piglet. Haven't you got eyes? Look at me. I am looking, Rue, my dear, said Ganga. And you know what I told you yesterday about pretending. Now then, into the bath, and don't let me have to speak to you about it again. Before he knew where he was, Piglet was in the cold bath. Ganga was scrubbing him firmly. Yikes, cried Piglet. Let me out. I'm Piglet. After about a minute, Piglet was let out of the bath and rubbed dry with a towel. Now, my little Roo, said Ganga, it's time for your medicine and then bed. What medicine? said Piglet. Medicine to make you grow big and strong, dear. You don't want to grow up small and weak like Piglet, do you? At that moment, there was a knock at the door. Come in, said Ganga, and in came Christopher Robin. Oh, Christopher Robin, cried Piglet. Please tell Ganga who I am. She keeps saying I'm Rue. I'm not Rue, am I? Christopher Robin looked at Piglet very carefully and shook his head. You can't be Rue, he said, because I've just seen Rue playing in Rabbit's house. Well, said Ganga, fancy that. Fancy my making a mistake like that. There you are, said Piglet to Ganga. I told you so. I am Piglet. Christopher Robin shook his head again. Oh, you're not Piglet, he said. I know Piglet quite well. And he's quite a different color. Piglet looked at his arms and he could see that the bath had changed his appearance a little. Kanga turned to Christopher Robin and said, I knew it wasn't Piglet, but I wonder who he can be. Perhaps he's a relative of Pooh, said Christopher Robin. Maybe a nephew or an uncle or something. Ganga agreed and declared that they must give Pooh's relative a name. I shall call him Pooh 
said Christopher Robin. Short bore, Henry Boudel. Piglet didn't like how this was going. He needed to scoot out of there. Little Henry Boudel Piglet wriggled out of Genghis' arms and jumped to the ground. To his great joy, Christopher Robin had left the door open. Little Henry Boudel Piglet ran as fast as he could. He didn't stop running until it got quite close to his house. When he was a hundred yards away from his home, he stopped running. He then rolled around in the dirt to get his old color back again and then scurried inside his house. In the end, Kanga and Rue stayed in the forest to live, becoming great friends with the rabbit, Pooh, and yes, even little Piglet. This is the end of part six of Winnie the Pooh. Stay tuned for part seven in an upcoming episode. If you'd like to listen to many more Storytime episodes right now, then peek in the episode notes or visit soakpodcasts.com. Or perhaps you're now ready to fall deeply asleep. If so, good night. Sleep well.